Recorded live. Hallelujah. To God be the glory. We are now beginning the talk show, so we are start worshiping. Oh, Father, we just bless you. We glorify you. We lift your name up above every name. And we give you the glory right now as we praise your holy name. In Jesus' name, amen.
that our church anniversary and our pastor anniversary is on October the 25th. If God put in your heart to sow a seed to that, we'll be appreciated. And I want to let y'all guys know that my birthday is coming up on October the 22nd, and Chief Apostle Raymond's birthday is coming up on November the 6th. If y'all want to sow seed to that, y'all can do so at uh, the P.O. Box 318308, Baton Rouge, Louisiana, 7831. And I want to let y'all guys know, on October 25th, please, uh, private my husband, Chief Apostle, let him know, thank him for being a pastor, a senior pastor of us. Keep up the faith, don't give up the hope for our international ministry. If God put in your heart to sow a seed to him, that date, Send it to the P.O. Box, 318308, Baton Rouge, Louisiana, 70831. The reason why she asked me like that, because that's my uh, church anniversary. Yes. And also my years of being pastor. Yes. Okay. It's an anniversary church anniversary, and also our years of being pastor. And also uh, of conferring our nation and uh, confer- uh, our nation and our day. Uh, took place on October the 31st, so they're going to be our, all of the anniversary that's coming up on yes. the 31st. Of being apostles. being apostles, amen. So if God leads in your spirit to ordain, I mean, not to send an offering or a gift, you know, or just a congratulations for that one, you please could do so. Everybody, my wife and I, you know, and congratulate her. Nobody don't know nothing about because we don't talk about that too much because, you know, we, we, we don't put God for it. That's more important. Than, that's not more important to do what God said, but the Lord lead on my wife and yeah. our heart to say so. So Jesus pulling it out there and let everybody know especially our spiritual children. Yes. You know, let y'all guys know that on October the 25th, is our, is our, our 2003, this make our own, what? 12 years. 12 years. And pastoring this year I keep up the faith ministry, you know, and on the 31st, it's been our... Um, it will be five years that we've been apostles. Five years of being apostles, amen. Amen. Apostle, and we just they got, they just been confirmed as a chief apostle. Amen. At, uh, in, um, March the 28th. March the 28th, you know, so God works in mysterious ways. I know it looks like, ooh, um, I don't know, but... On a hot on October, they just said, you get to put that down. Oh, God, I, I'm, I'm going to shut the devil down later on. But you can stay tuned. I got something for that. Amen. But in the meanwhile, my brother and sister, if God laid on spiritual trend, spiritual family, God laid on your heart to send us an anniversary gift, an anniversary congratulations, or, you know, even praying for our strength, whatever, we appreciate it. Thank you for your bowing our heart, but don't, you know, but we need something, we need your God to keep that in mind on the anniversary. Write it down, spiritual trainer, write it down. Mom, we're going to send all the information to your God and the judge knows going on and stuff. More like it, I might even see in the project power saying, we want to send all our bi- biography to y'all, but to somebody, is it to y'all, but it's God don't want us to leave that out right now. Yeah. You know, he don't want us to leave that out right now because we want to see who is faithful. Who is who is his tool gonna be there? We know we got a lot of people we see is very faithful. Yeah. You know. But it's it's still you know, it's still got a lot more we have to learn about each other. You know, so please, you know, keep that in mind. The pastoral 
anniversary from Keep Up the Faith. Don't give up the whole fivefold international ministry when I'm solving and pastor, you know, first day they've been the co pastor of the, of the ministry, you know, for 10 years. Huh? Yes. 10 years. 10 years. And on that 2003, that's more than 10 years. No, that's 12 years. 12 years. 12 years. So to God be the glory. Amen. But in the meanwhile, let's go forward. Amen. Announcement. God bless you. And um, we want to let you guys know, on October 31st, the Lord put in our heart for us to get consecrated that morning because he told me and my husband, this day we died. Yeah. We died, you know, uh, further as our flesh. And we didn't understand that, but I'm telling you, God had to place, you know, a lot of people might look at it as a, a evil day, but that was the day God told us to get consecrated that day so our flesh can die. And I'm telling you, ever since we did that, oh, my God, it looked like God just shook us. You know, and I'm telling you, when, uh, when we got consecrated that morning, I'm talking about the glory of God showed up. If we get a chance, uh, we're going to let our, all our spiritual kids see the tape. And I'm telling you, the glory of God was in, that, in this place. And I'm telling you, and, I, you know, and, and, and to this day, we still thank God for our spiritual mom that did consecrate us at that time, you know. And I tell people all the time, you know, that, you know, I still honor her, you know. You know, you have to realize a lot of people go through things, but I do honor her, and I still love her, amen. But um, I just want to let y'all guys know that, um, please, you are welcome to come out and volunteer. We're going to need some volunteers on October the 31st from 5 p.m. to 8 p.m. If God put in your heart to come down here, you are welcome to come down here and help us with the event. Amen. And I'm going to make sure that the area is patrolled by the sheriff. The sheriff's going to be sitting right there in the front of our house, parked to make sure nothing will happen to you guys. Amen. So don't even worry about that. You know, we're going to make sure that we have somebody to patrol the area. Amen. Um, and like I said, we still need y'all guys support for the Angel Night service. Amen. And we even thank God for those that supported us so far. You know, I'm going to be honest, God is doing it. Um, we have someone um, came at our door and just gave us some candy um, already, you know, for the event. And we thank God for her. Amen. Um, then we got pizza. They're going to give us two pizzas. And so, um, so far, I'm just letting you know that God is moving. Amen. And um, I just want to let y'all guys know to please continue keeping this event in prayer because, um, I'm going to be honest, I am getting attacked um, with people talking about, I don't understand how you can celebrate this day. I'm not celebrating this day. I'm just taking this 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 um, event, and we're taking it back because I'm going to tell you, they have a lot of Christians still, still celebrating Halloween. Come on, these folks. You know, so um, so all, all the thing I'm saying to y'all guys, you know, stop judging the event. Participate. You don't worry this about is souls. This is souls that's going to be saved this day. And yeah. I'm going to be honest with you, I could care less what they think and what no, they no, say. No, no, you don't have to worry about all that. You know, but, you know, all I'm saying today is, you know, we need your support because we believe in God for souls to be saved. You know, that day is a community outreach that we do. It's going to be eight years that we're doing this event. Amen? So, like I said, God put in your heart, you know, sow a seed to this or give us three big bags of candy. Amen? 
And like I say, uh, we still need a lot of pops, you know, like pussy roll, bull pops. We still need some soft candy. So if you know anyone in your um, in your city state that want to support, let us know. And, you know, give us our phone number at 225-636-2579 and, and ask for cheaper pops of Ram and Grant, and he'll tell you more about it. It's going to be under our foundation, the Baton Rouge Empowerment Foundation. Amen? But um, like I say, um, if, you know, God put in your heart to sow your seed to that, even to our TV ministry broadcast, even to our youth empowerment, amen, um, it's at the P.O. Box, 318 308 Baton Rouge, Louisiana, 7081. The church, in fact, number is 225 636 2579. If you want to email us, email us at keepupthefaith at com. The church website is the ministry has been about since October 25, 2003, and we've been a non-profit organization since July 23, 2007. Amen. I tell you, God is so good. Amen. And um, say today, today is the Sunday morning service, the Power of the Apostolic Movement. It's going on now from 1230 to 2.30 Central Time, the 1.30 to 3.30 Eastern Time right here on Talk Shoot. You can call in by dialing at 1724-444-7444. The call ID is 85-446-POUND. Hit 1 and pound again, and it will welcome you in. Then for those that that don't, that's not a member of here, you just dial the number. The call ID is 85-446-POUND, and then hit 1, and then hit pound again, and we'll dial you in. Amen? And those that don't have a phone, you can go to your computer. Or those that's on the international, you are welcome to come in and listen to the word that go forward. ACTP, www.talkshoe.com, TC, And tomorrow is our Monday night service. The prophetic prayer for him and the service. It's going on from 7 p.m. to 9 p.m. Central Time, 8 p.m. to 10 p.m. Eastern Time. Right here on Talk Show, amen. We're going to go ahead with two more worship songs, and then after that, you're going to hear a word from my husband, my chief apostle, my pastor, chief apostle Raymond Grant. God is going to use him mighty. He got, He has an on-time word. God has put a word in his mouth, amen. And I need y'all guys, as he's going forward, to keep him in prayer, amen. The spiritual daughter say, email on the all. The days and the stuff. Okay. You know it's what you call it. I was out of the door, but uh, I didn't want to interfere.
the room and I'll and I'll switch it to the room. I just to talk prank to everybody, everybody can know that. I just uh about to
place or something. I mean, really play it all. With what? Huh? You really believe. What you talking about? You actually understand what you asked. Just this and stuff, yeah. And then go. Yeah. Reload.
Hallelujah to God be the glory. No, do you leave it on, Lord? To God be the glory. Father, we just thank you. We just praise your holy name. We lift up the name above all names, Father God. Because you are I am that I am. You're Jehovah Jireh, you're Jehovah Rapha, you're Jehovah Shalom, you're Jehovah Shaskanif, Father God. You're God strong and battle, you are creator, you are provider, Father God, his wills are here. So now we ask you right now, Father God, continue reigning and moving in this place, Father God. On this world where our coffee is calling, every individual out and life, Father God, that they can understand your way of doing things. Because Lord, I ask you right now, Father God, for your wisdom and your knowledge and revelation, the revelation knowledge of your word, Father God. And I ask you for the discernment of the spirit, Father God, that I can speak under the oak of your spirit, Father God, that my flesh will not profit a good thing that you have placed before us today, Father God, on the table of life, Father God, with the table of prayer, Father God. So, Lord, teach me, Lord God, show me how to serve your word, serve your life, Father God, the bread of life, Father God. I ask you right now, Father God, I shut myself down and you just rise up inside me, Father God. Consecrate me right now from the confidence of my head to the soles of my feet, Father God. That no flesh will not come in, Father God, but your spirit will dwell in, Father God. So I don't about myself again, Father God, if I decrease and I increase. And I ask you, Lord God, use me for your glory, Lord God, that you will get all the glory and all the praise, Father God. For Lord, no devil, no witches, no flesh, no warlock of spirit, anything of mine is satanic spirit. When I will get the glory, but your glory belongs to you, Father God. Be so careful, Father God, to praise your holy name, Father God. Because, Lord, you're awesome, magnificent, you're courageous, you're all, you're, you, you, you're miraculous, God, Father God. You are, you just, so many thousand tongues can explain how awesome you are and how wonderful you are, Father God. So I just say thank you, Lord God, for your spirit. Thank you for everything, Lord God. Thank you for giving me an opportunity to stand before your journey, your people, my brethren and sisters, the thanks of God, Father God. So long I ask you right now the way the word that you gave me, Father God. Lead me in wisdom. Lead me in revelation knowledge. Lead me in the discernment. Lead me, Lord God. Guide me. Guide me and anoint me all of my steps, Father God. In the name of Jesus that I will not fall into my own understanding. So, Lord, I just humble myself before you as your servant for today and forevermore, that you will lead, use me and consecrate and even discipline me because I know you love us so much. So, Lord, I ask you to lay your hands on us. Lay your hand on me right now in the mighty name of Jesus. And as we pray, amen and amen. Hallelujah. I'm going to be obedient. I pray and hope that our eyes will be enlightened. And what the Lord gave me today, you're going to really be a humble, disciplined, chastisement, love, and rebuke spirit word today. The Lord gave me a word today to speak to the body of Christ, to let them know to be aware of tradition, religion, and haters. Be careful of all 
the foremost is coming after the body of Christ. Because some of us, not all of us, still not there with the coming down being Christians. True living Christians. But don't give up. Keep the faith. Don't give up the hope. Because God is not through with us yet. We still under construction. I'm putting everybody in there, everybody, including me. Because like I said before, you know, when I be preaching to the choir, I'm preaching to the congregation, I'm also preaching to myself. Because we all in this together. So all I'm just saying, you know, if you feel, you know, any urge or whatever the Lord speaks to me through this word, please know that the Lord loves you and we love you too. But I have to give it the way God gave it to me. Amen. So if you have your Bible, let's go to Matthew chapter 23. Matthew chapter 23. And it speaks about the sin of the scribes or the Pharisees. The sin of the scribes of the Pharisees. How many know this? They have Pharisees in the kingdom. They still have Pharisees and Sadducees in the body of Christ. Lifting up hands, go glorify God. But what God do they worship? What God did they praise? And God wants us for me to point this thing out to the body of Christ. You see in Matthew chapter 23 verses 1 say, Then spoke Jesus to the multitude and to his, his disciples. You see, this is not the Jesus of the modern church or fashion pulpits. This is not the Jesus he's talking about. You just can't go by the, looking at the, the materialistic things. You can't go to church and looking at man, your pastor, your Leaders, you have to go and look into God and see the glory of God anointing that use Jesus for our sake that we could be dead to our flesh and dead to this world and dead to whatever that the, 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 uh, the flesh want to crave and, 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 and looking for and, and want to feel good and want to sound good and want to do all it. It's not time for entertainment. Mm-hmm. It's not time for entertainment, thanks to God. It's time for kingdom building. You see, the Pharisee was not building the kingdom of God. They were building the kingdom of man. They were living on man's thing. They were living on the law of man, not the law of God. But to think about it, they but thank God for Moses. Moses brought the law in that they can understand rules and regulations and understand the, the protocols of staying righteous to a God that they can see. Stop looking at the stuff and stop looking towards God. And this is what God wants me to tell the people of the world that we got to stop sinning. We got to stop playing church. We got to stop just, just picking and choosing. She preached better than him. Or she, he preached better than him. It doesn't work. That doesn't matter who preached good. It's the, the point is, and the reason why, and the most important thing is, the word get out that 
can consecrate you, that that can change your mindset, that can change the things that's holding you back to get God on your own. You have to, we have to learn how to die to ourselves and not try to make the pulpit as a fashionable pit. And so, I mean, come on now. Fashionable, we can't. It's beautiful, the rhinestone and all this stuff here. It's not, it's about how God's glory is shining as praise. When his worship is true worship is praise God and knowing that God has took something and helped them there and got them out the God and did some things in them, then they don't look like they used to do it 25, 26, or 20 something years or 30 years ago. Not even in two years ago, or six months ago. We had somebody said we're under construction. We're under construction. We're under construction. construction. And verse 2 says, in Matthew chapter 23, verse 2 says, Save the scribe and the Pharisees set in the seat, the Moses seat. You see, they're speaking about the law of Moses. You see, the scribes were claiming to be interpreted of the law of Moses for the people. It was Moses' law was changing. Now, Moses did a good thing. He worked the thing out to try to get the people to stop serving Pharisees or stop serving Pharaoh. And his statutes could be not in bondage no more, you're trying to say. We have a, come on, Israel, we have a God that took us out of bondage. He put us in the promised land that filled with milk and honey. But we got to continue walking and believing, trusting in God, knowing that God is working it out for us. You're telling you, my brother and sister, you got to stop trying to have to, oh, Rabbis, I hear you, Holy Ghost. Stop with this, your Judas, this down time spirit. Stop doubting. If you're going to be in the world, if you're going to be on the team, you're going to be working, they're going to help us, you know, helping us to build the kingdom of God, don't worry about what's going to happen, God. If you're going to work, oh, my God, help me, Holy Ghost. If you're going to try to see when you're paying your money, when your money going there, you miss, you missed it. You missed it. Just like you got to realize you got to be just like when you fell short and defend your brother and sister, which Jesus told him to do the Don't come apologize to me first. You're going to make amends with them first. Make amends and come to you. Leave your altar, your altar right there on the altar and leave and go take care of them and go to get them right so he can make a right slave and everything right to walk towards you. Yes. Oh, I hear you. I hear you. Well, you got to realize we are the mercy and in grace. Yes, we are. But we still have to repent. We still have to have God to, to help us God to help us that we can stay right with God. Stop the hating, stop the anger, stop the frustration, stop the pick and choose. That you gotta realize. That's only one God. That's only one God is Jehoshallah, the creator. That's only one God. We got to stop the hating in the body of Christ. I, I just don't use the I'm my brothers keep it for a first or just for a, a crush. No, say it like you really mean it. Show it. Walk by faith. I mean, this don't try to try to prove nothing. That the law is the law put on your spirit and say, don't ask questions to say, okay, Lord, I'll be here. Leave it at them and walk away. Walk away. It's not your business what God's going to do, but you know what's in the body. God is doing something in your man, in the man, in the woman of God's life. Mm-hmm. 
He's doing something in you and you in our life. He's doing something to in us to build a foundation on a on solid, on solid ground that the kingdom will come up with the glory of God coming in. Soon the people come walk in the tabernacle. Soon they come up there and walk. They're going to feel the anointing. I don't care if you're just preaching in the dog house. They're going to know the anointing of God is going to be in that place. Because you know why? Because God will destroy every yoke. He will destroy every he will take care of all your needs. He will fight all your enemies. He will do everything. But only we got to pray to God have mercy on his soul. We can't pray with a great spirit. Oh, come on now. Come on. You cannot pray with a Holy Spirit. And I learned this long time ago. But if somebody praying for you, you got to realize you don't know what's on their heart. You don't know what's on their mind. And they're going to come and look at you with this wicked looking all this stuff here. Man, don't lay no hands on me. I pray for myself. You just, you just steal that, you know. And I'm not going to ask you to come in agreement because I know, first of all, are you praying for yourself? You got to be praying for yourself. I love this. I, I, mean, I understand some people can't don't know how to pray and need us to pray for it. I don't mind laying hands and praying for But I'm speaking about the leaders that refuse to know how to pray. Don't get angry because, you know, because they're not part of your clique or part of your, or, or your, your, your scams. I mean, don't get mad at the leaders that's not part of that because you got to realize when you get into the hands of man, you have to be a servant to man. You're going to be a slave to man. When you put your hands in God's hands, you ain't no slave to God. Only you, 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 might be, you, oh, you might be a slave to his word because you love his word. His word like a, a, a light to your Pathway, you know, your word, the word is changing. You know, the word is, is consecrated. The word is renewing your mind and, and just knocking some things that you did not know was on you. They go lightning and all this uh, good stuff that happened to the good word. You know, come on, now, that's good news. Uh, they have with the good word because you got to realize the word will change. The word will transform you. The word will change, uh, have you to walk upright now because now you, your eyes have been enlightened. You see, you got to realize how long your eyes not get. Let me hit him a now because I'm getting to a second, but this word is good. Listen to what I'm saying here. Listen to what I'm saying here. We got a lot of, uh, uh, some of us that have high philosophy, master degree. You know, a lot of God is a, is a great is a compulsion of speaker. It's got a lot that out there is, we got a master of God that's English and, and good, 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 good master degrees and stuff. Very educated. Very educated. We need that. But we don't need it when you bring it to yourself. You need to give it to God, get it to your word, and let God work it. Because it's going to work out fast because you know you some of us have the ability and the knowledge and the revelation and understanding to do it. But some of them who have this high philosophy, they use it for their own glory. And they messing up the people. Hey, you got to realize when you are blessed, it's not for you to be blessed, it's for you to be a blessing to someone else. Come on, come on. It's to, for us to pay forward to somebody else, not to see how, 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 how you know, to see the burdens are. Tell me where to go. To see how far you can go uh, uh, and see somebody need some help, you're going to throw a nickel or a dime in a cup. No. Bless this person. I mean, I, I challenge anybody. When you see somebody out there that is struggling and, 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 and not calling, I challenge you to, to take, them, take them shopping, take them out to go eat, uh, 
Put them in a in a rock that they can have so that they receive in a week's time. And to do something for them to show them that money is money is not your God. God, is, your money is a is a resource to help someone else as well to help your family and everybody else. You better ask Joe. You better ask Joe. Because I'm saying here, my brother and sister, because what Joe was saying here, you know, and hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Man, this hallelujah. Mm-hmm. My God, this this is good and good. Yes, it is, baby. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Because he got a Joe, Joe said here in verses 3, you understand me? Hallelujah. In verses 3, Joe was saying here, let I'll make sure I get the right one now, because I don't want I don't want to get all gone. Yeah, that's it. That's it. Joe said, "Let the days, let the days be dark, and, and and let the God regard it from above. Neither let the light shine upon it." What I'm saying is, he said, "Let the darkness and the shadow of death stand in. Let a cloud dwell upon it. Let the blackness of the days to terrify it." What God was saying to you is that we have to let everything just be, you know, let the light shine upon the dark's place. And you might be in a dark place, you know, but you still got to let your light shine. Yeah. You still got to let everything, everything might be dark to you, everything might be, because you got to realize, you be on me all this, uh, you don't need, oh, hold me, hold me, go. All right, now just cut that down and connect with this, this one of my people. That's that thing. Okay. Cut it down with a bit, because it's more of my rich card. That's why I'm getting distracted. That's it. And said, excuse me. Mm-hmm. We got, we got wind blowing in here now. Amen. But what I'm saying is, Joel was speaking about, we have to let our life so shine. We have to let it shine when it comes down to our hardship. We got to let it shine when it comes down to religion and tradition. When man say, you don't do it this way, just the way we do it. Or when man come and religion come and say, well, God, if you go out here, God is a forgiving God and stuff. You don't have to go through all that and stuff. That's religion. You have to do all that in the name of Jesus. Because know why? Because if you don't repent, at the end of the day, you think you're going to heaven. But there's a place that you don't want to go. And then all, all that, when it comes down to serving God, God, God wants your all. You don't want, you know, he don't want the He wants your all. Yeah, he just, it's, it's, yeah, ten percent, but ten percent is not a lot to God. But He just wants your, I mean, you want help me He wants you to see how much you do love Him. Amen. He, yeah, you take the ten percent, but how much do you love God? How much do you care? You care about the things of God? How much you know, want God to continue moving and reigning and blessing your household, blessing your your ministry, blessing your business? Uh, Blessing everything that you have. How much you got to run with? Once you give to God, that's the much God will give to you. You understand me? Because God really don't. Let me tell you, thank you, Holy Ghost. Let me tell you how good God is. God really don't need to take the money. Because He didn't want enough money or want your time and stuff like this here. He wanted to tell you give 10 percent. He be asking for the nine and you to keep the ten. No, God won't give you more as you go, but He will try to see what you're gonna do with the nine. 
He want to see what you're going to do. If you're going to, you yeah, you want to take care of you, God first, take care of your home. The things happen when you do that. If you, if you get, have an offering, take care of help out around, around your community. Help around, and then take care of you. Take care of your children. Take care of your family. Take care of everybody. I'm not saying neglect your family. Don't get it wrong. See, now rebuke you in the name of Jesus. I'm saying right here, we have to make sure we get take care of God first. No, it's not about money. This is about learning about the sin I described the Pharisee. When I mean how Satan, I mean how the Pharisee keep on going back into the old ways. I mean the New Testament is to fulfill, the Old Testament to fulfill the New Testament. Yes, it's to fulfill, but we got to realize yes, we under grace and mercy but we still have to do the protocols to stay upright with Christ and that's through repentance and prayer and also encourage your brother and sister. You see something, you want to see something needs to be done and God laid on your on, on, on your heart, a little borrow to your teacher, and you say, God say this, and God say that, you best to do it. Because if God said it, do it. But if you really don't believe, if you don't think God, if you think the enemy talking to you, take it in prayer. Go sit down and humble yourself and pray. Pray, please, because God don't want you to do something in our, to do something in our flesh. God do not want us. God wants us to walk in spirit as well in truth. It's why he wants us to worship him in spirit and truth. God wants us to come out because he don't want you to do nothing oppressable to you, nothing that, oh, that people that you forced to do. No, God wants you to do things as a cheerful person. If the Lord put in your heart to do so, do it. I'll put that out there because once to be fair, it got so many leaders who let them market other leaders and stopping other people from giving to your church or, or to anybody ministry to help them to go forward. And you got to realize that's what their own, oh my God, the New Testament show in Acts chapter 4 when they was preaching the word of God. And, uh, and, and, and then and the apostles didn't have to ask nothing. They start to tribute to the apostles. They start doing to the apostles. They give it to the apostles. But look what the apostles did. They contribute back to the community. That's what you have to do because the blessings is not for us. It's not just apostles because you got to realize all the disciples was not just was not apostles, they were disciples, but all of them was not apostles. They had pastors, they had evangelists, they had uh, teachers, they had they also had uh, uh, prophets, they had, uh, they had all that. That's what they had all that. Because you got to realize that all five folk is not apostles. You know, but that's what I'm saying. Because in that stage and stuff, everybody supports the apostles. Everybody support because apostles get greater honor, double honor, because it's a great test on the apostles. And the apostles were Peter, because Peter was one of the best, and Peter and John, and even Paul. You know, they were some apostles. They were those ones. And also they had the matter to a pastors. They had the honor, but in the meanwhile, Timothy, he was a high philosopher, just like Paul. Paul's a high philosopher. The thing about it, Paul did not use his philosophy to try to download the people of God. He destroyed his own people, the one who came after his own people, destroyed their tradition and religion. But he listened to the voice of God, and when God took his took his sight away for four for four days, and they had uh, and enemies had to guide him through the night for four days and four nights, they realized they know that we don't go around trying to prosecute people in religion. You can't religion. That's religion. God is not a God of death. God is a God of life. You got to realize when God do chastise, you're going to feel like everything is 
gone today, but you just feel like you did us because you no know, other God shut things out. Now we have to work it out in our own strength. And how 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 far we gonna go in our own strength? We gonna fall so quick before you know it, my brother and sister. You know we gonna give up if we don't have God on our side. But well, I'm just saying to you, knowing that when you fight a good fight of faith, you better ain't Job. You gotta stay to the end. And Job was suffering for twenty something years. But at the rhythm, and at the end of the day, Job can't. We can't do everything back to him more than he ever asked and had. Did he got mad at them? No, he ain't got mad at his family. No, he didn't. But he just realized who was with him. They may blame Job and say, "You must have did something to God." You know, and all right, no, Job did not do anything to God. Job did not do nothing to God. Only that Job did is just being a servant, helping his community, taking care of his family like a family man supposed to do. If any of his friends or brothers need something, he was there to give it to them. That's how Job was. But in the meanwhile, when Job started with God, when Satan came to Job and tell him, said, give me your best servant, I'll make him cut you in your face. He said, go ahead and take my brother Job, but you better not hurt him. You better not do anything. I mean, you better not kill him. You better not do nothing. And all the while, you know, he didn't kill. Sickness came on Job. Hallucination came on Job. He even had an angry spirit. He had all kinds of frustrating spirits. He even questioned God and talked to God. Well, Job realized when he was done, he backed himself up because he knew that his flesh was coming out and craving. And next thing you know, Job backed that out and repented and asked God to forgive him and went to the witch of God because he knew that's a greater thing coming at the end of the day. There's something better coming out. And that's how we have to be, my brother and sister, you know, knowing that God is fighting our best, knowing that God has have mercy and grace on it. And God will not put too much on you you cannot bear. God will not do that. God will we'll do it to ourselves. You know, so we got to make sure that we just stay in the grace and mercy of God and also learn how to repent and ask God to say, I'm going to care. It doesn't matter if you did not do that. The Bible says we got to constantly, constantly, constantly repent. And repent, I'm going to tell you, and I'm going to tell you something else, God's way. We have to also, and I say this very, so, very, so, so much, and, 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 I, and I'm going to thank you the Lord. We have to stop being hypocritical. Some of us got to stop being so much hypocrites because they got so much going on and people want to point the finger to my look at this person and look at this person and look at this person. Stop doing that because when you do that, you point one finger, look how many coming back after you. You're bringing more spirit after you. And next thing you know, people don't want to be sitting under your ministry because the why you being judge mentality. You got to stop judging. Somebody's got to stop being judging the people. You understand me? That's religion and tradition. That, that, that's critical. It's critical. And I'm hitting on all angles because God put this in my spirit so deeply. Amen. Because a lot of hate when you see you doing good. They hate when you hear good news for you coming out. They want to talk about it. And they want to talk about it, especially if you don't give them half of it. And especially if you don't do this. Let me tell you something. I'm going to say something. Especially if you don't pay your tithes. They want to talk about you. They want to say this and say that. But let it be you know, you know, you can't make nobody give time. They already know you can't make nobody give money. You can't make nobody do nothing. Only you can just act, act, or, 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 or put it out there. You understand me? You know, you have to act or put it, or just, you know, just act for the time. You don't come in front. Just act for the time. Or, or just 10% whatever. But I'm saying because they know that's the protocol of 
don't minister, but if they don't have it, they don't have it. Then if they just sign them up to somebody else. They got a lot of ministers that say, well, they ain't got no job. They ain't got this stuff. I don't trust somebody. They probably stealing like this, this stuff. Let me tell you something, my brother and sister. There ain't the right way to think about nobody. Somebody trusts you and I. When we were down low in our luck, and we ain't had nowhere to go, somebody trusts us with the keys to the, to the whole church. Somebody trusts us with the, you know, we're going back and forth with the money, going in the offering, the chain. They trust that they're going to see if they can have faith or have trust. I see if you change. You see, I tell my son, I that everything is a test. Everything that tests of our faith and our belief and our trust. Everything that we got to learn how to take advantage by doing good deeds a day. And I learned this through my rehabilitation program when I was out there. Every day looking for do something good for somebody. Do a good deed. Say something nice. Say something good. You understand me? Feel good about yourself. You know, and love yourself, amen. And so God loves you, and you love God. Love yourself. Because how can you love God, love yourself, love, don't love, how can you love God if you don't love yourself, and then you're going to love nobody else? They got too many, too many, too many angry persons that's in the church behind the pulpit. We got to ask God to help us with that. We got to take that anger and that frustration out. You might smile with a beautiful smile and stuff, but in your heart, your mind, you are furious. You are very angry. And the Bible says you get angry and sin not, but eventually you got to kill it. You got to kill that root because sooner or later they're going to leak out. And going to take it out on somebody that somebody really, really care about you. Because soon they say something that's going to challenge your, 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 challenge your, um, your, um, your, how you say, your manhood or your womanhood and all this stuff. Similarly, you're going to slash out on because you figure that you're talking about me. Why are you going to say this about me? Why are you going to say that? And we got to know why we ministers, leaders of God. We got to learn how to ministry at the time God say ministry. We got to learn how to be silent when God say silent. You know, if you have a discernment spirit, you know certain times or certain things or certain things to say in certain places or a certain place to say it. And a certain time to say it. Because if you don't, if you say it and you don't have that disciple the spirit, you go minister to these uh, angry person, they're going to eat you up like a raw light. They're going to tear you up. Because in all, it doesn't matter if they're saved or unsaved. We all get angry. We all have frustration. We all have that. Where the Bible says get angry and say not. And if you got that anger in you, you need to get go immediately awesome. We need to all go into serious prayer. Pray. Go pray. Pray for yourself. You got to cry it out to God. Somebody going to hear you crying. They're going to come in there and keep a such an agreement in you. And let me tell you something. You don't have to let them know what you're crying for because you're already getting delivered. All that you need to do is we all that we need to do is come and agree with them and let pray with them. Pray for God for their strength. Pray for God for their peace. You know, pray for them. Because we've got too many leaders getting up too far in people's business. And then the next thing you know, they spreading this stuff all over the church. They spread it everywhere. And having people and having people to sit up there. Oh, it's terrible. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. 
you know, and having people to know this, to know that in that person business. And that's one of the reasons why the people leave the church. And God sent them to their family to your organization to, to help them with their healing process. And we got to make sure we take that in concern and consideration because if we don't, you understand me, you're going to be living in a Pharisee and a tradition and religion with the spirit. Pharisees and Sadducees, tradition and religion. And see, you got to realize true Christianity is love. True Christianity is, is, to, is, is a true of my brother's keeper. So true religion, true Christianity is like we, we, if we, or my brother weeping, I'm weeping. My sister weeping, I'm, I'm weeping with her. If she hurt, I'm hurt. I feel her when she hurt. I feel him. It's just like we married. But we marry in a family relationship. Like your wife, we join the join out. What she go through, I go through. What I go through, she go through. It's like your children. We all family. And that's the way it is. And it's not, and I, and I learned it for myself, it's not to continue repeating the things over they've done. You can't be not, and I, 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 when I enter come, I don't tell you to come, Mr. Cohen, I'm telling you, right now myself, when I, when I enter congregation, I tell you, when me and my wife be talking and stuff, and she get me in uh, and, 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 and check, and she say, you see, that's why I don't like telling you nothing, because every time I tell you something, you want to go, and I said, no, I'm not telling you, for because I see some of that, and realize, say, no excuses, no excuses, and I have, and I, and I learn now, I've learned. Because I don't want to bring her back into Egypt. I want to put her out of Egypt. I want her, I want to grab her hand and put her out of out of Morocco. Put her put her back onto her feet that she could continue work. And now this will be first coming in. We was in our marriage. Yeah. We were first coming in our marriage and stuff like this. Because I you know I know this is my this is my first marriage. I've never been married before. You know, and, I, and I've been in a relationship, common law relationship and stuff like that. You know, but did, and I, and I said, did it work out? No, it did not work out. You know why? Because I had a whole lot of work to do because my mom and my daddy, they was good couples and God, and they was married, you know. And me and my mom and my daddy never allowed all this shacking up together. Never allowed you no know, living without marriage. They didn't allow that, you know. But we just, and me, you know, we turn, we do our own thing. But I said, like I tell you about it, sometimes you got to let them learn. My mom said, this little brother, he's got to bump the head sometimes. they got to fall down, but let him pick himself up. But I'm going to always be there to hold my baby hand because they don't tell how old they are. They're still my baby. And that's how a lot of parents and a lot of parents, mothers say about their kids. You know, and I love my mom and I love my daddy. And I love, I love, I love them. And that's what showed thank you, Lord Jesus. Oh, to help me, Holy Ghost. That's why I learned how to show a lot of love. Even though I was yet dating my confusion and, and, and salt coming and my rebellions and all this stuff, my mama never stopped praying for me. My family never stopped praying for me. Even though you know that you know I don't you know I don't you know I don't follow the tradition they have. To be honest with you, I don't. I used to, but I don't because the tradition they have don't just it's not it's a it's, it's a tradition. I don't. Uh-uh. I, but I do cook like my family. 
on Monday morning, green beans and rice on collard beans, on Tuesday, greens, on Wednesday, meatballs and spaghetti, on, on, on Thursday, you know, we have some cabbage, and on, on Friday, cabbage and, on cabbage and greens or something, uh, you know, uh, fish and stuff, I, I still have that, but in the other tradition of drinking and all that stuff, I don't do that no more. I left that alone, that fussing and cussing and all that stuff. I don't do that no more. You know, I don't. Every now and then, sometimes I come to my mind and I have to catch myself. My wife used to come there and say, baby, you all right? And, you know, and, and next thing you know, she come pray with me because sometimes, you know, that stuff come trying to sneak back up on you because the old man always trying to rise up again. But he got to learn how to take that old man by the thorns. And I'm telling you, take it, you got to look at it like I told you before. I'm not preaching to you, I'm preaching to us. So you got to make sure we take this thing personally, that we want to be falling to the sin of the scribe of the Pharisees. That we want to be falling into that because we all was in the Pharisees' days before. Not all of us, some of us. We all were living in the Pharisee and Sadducee. We lived in it before Jesus came, before we recognized Jesus, before we recognized the love of God, before we loved that, learned how to give and, and forgive and, 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 you know, and, and turn up, to learn how to turn the other cheek. Before we got to that point, because we was all of us out there, yeah, we, some of us was a good fighter, some of us was a good gunslinger, some of us was out there good to quick defend them out of a different day, some of us know how to do a whole lot of stuff. But in the meanwhile, we learned that that is not of God. That's not of the God. There has rules and regulations everywhere. And Moses was the first our commandment, which is the rules that God had gave to Moses, and they had to live by them. But this, they live by them, but the thing about it did not, that when it comes down to the New Testament, which is the New Jerusalem, which is Jesus Christ, is that when they came down to the New Jerusalem, they did not know, they didn't help me, Holy Ghost. They thought Jesus was trying to compare himself to the mighty God, which he, Jesus was the Son of God. And that was God himself, took a piece of his soul, came down here, and placed it in his son, Jesus. Uh, and next thing you know, Jesus going down and, and, and doing the work that he promised his father that we might be saved. You see, so what I'm saying to you that we have to make sure we do the right thing. Amen. Hallelujah. Let me get back to the word. Amen. Matthew chapter 23, verses 3. He said, And therefore, whoever, whoever, what, therefore, whatever they buy, bid, you observe, you observe, observe the observer, and do. And But do not yet, often well, oft after their work, they, for they say, and do not. You see, there was concerning the the interpretation of the scripture, and not the not the glosser, the gloss, glosser. You see, they do not practice what they preach. Remember, Jesus is saying this is the temple before the Pharisees and his people. You see, they do not practice what they preach. They say one thing, but they change around and say something else. You see. Because they, what they're doing, they lie to themselves. And so you got to realize, we, as we are pastors and leaders, we have to, whatever we say, and we have, you know, we got to practice. We got to do the same. We got to make a song for the show. We got to show the examples. 
You understand? We got to show that I want to put the back and say, I want to tell you something I want to do. And I want to say something. I when I say something, I don't want you to repeat after me because as soon as I say something, well, the pastor say this, the next thing you know, you're going to say, I say it like that because, you know, some people, some people are taking our interpretation. I know it. But in the meanwhile, we got to make sure we just be careful what we say and what we do because we are hold accountable for that. We will hold accountable for that because God put a test in our hand. He put us as a flock. God put us as a place of being a part of a flock to make sure we lead the people in the right way so they can succeed in life. Then they could go home and have a happy family. Even though they fall into some kind of dysfunction, they know how to pray their way out. They know how to believe by faith that it's only temporary because things do happen. And that's what we got to also teach them, as Jesus taught his disciples, how to pray for themselves. How to pray, because Jesus was going to be there all the time. So that's what we have to do, is teach our disciples how to pray and also transform it down. And not go judge because the family over here, they still barbecue, drinking beer, smoking, and all this stuff like this still. Don't get ignorant about that. Don't get mad. Let them enjoy themselves, you know. But while you stand up there, as I was showing, and Joe was showing the light, as the light of this world, they see that you used to do this and you don't do that no more. You sit down there and you just lift them in Georgia, but not judging them, but you still there as a family, being part of the family. You enjoy, you laughing, your stuff like this, drinking your Coca-Cola, drinking your Sprite, you know, just sitting up there with your can of Coca-Cola and enjoy yourself. You let your family train to have fun and stuff, or make sure, you know, and let everybody but not judge them. And next thing you know, you say, man, we're not drinking. No, Ray Ramsey, I'm a pastor. And that's a good thing to hear. Once I was a black sheep in the family, now I'm a pastor. That's a good thing to hear. You understand me? And the Bible, the Bible says, when men should post on you, on you, not yourself. Because I still have a lot of work to be done. You know, and I got a long way to go. But I'm going to continue striving. Amen. I'm going to continue fighting a good fight as the faith, man. I'm gonna be, you know, I'm gonna be doing what God told me to do, tell me to do whatever, you know. I tell myself I'd rather see them looking good and everything. That makes me happy. I make me happy to see when I go take look out. Somebody needs something. Take whatever. If I have the last hit, take. I'd like to see that. You know why? Because I've been in that place before, and I'm still not there. I'm still running Anybody know? I'm still in the place. That I could have been quit and we should have been quitted during the tower. Amen? But the reason why we're doing that, because you know why? God works in mysterious ways. Every time you look up, God always works it up. Because you know why? Because we practice what we preach. We don't need to take no foolishness. We don't compromise. If you don't want to hear, if you don't want to do by, we ain't going to get mad about you. We're going to still love you and we're going to still pray for you. You understand? We're going to still pray, love you, and pray for you. Yeah, we're going to give you a little something to do to sit so you can show yourself approval to God. A work we need, I understand, right in the right in the word of truth. We're still going to let you see how you go. But this is a test for, for all of us. So God put that on us to see what our faith is and our test and our, our belief in who we serve. We cannot serve this item, God. We cannot serve this thing because somebody say, hey, I'm going to give you $100,000 and stuff. 
Man, then you start thinking about this nice Cadillac. You start thinking about, you know, buying this beautiful house and stuff. I mean, uh, uh, all this stuff. But all the while, God gave you $100,000 to build the kingdom up. And you sometimes use it for their own glory. Use it for their own pleasure. And next thing you know, I know 20, 20 pastors, 20 leaders went to jail because of that. Basketball. They took the money and used it for their own good. For basketball. They take everything. And now they're sitting down they're sitting in jail for, for 20 to 30 years. The family is suffering now. Now they're in prison preaching. I've seen a lot of that. They said, oh, I told you, well, God blesses you, and I just can't wait, you know. And I go, so be careful I say that because I'm kind of nervous about this, but I know God going to be with us when he blesses us with our church. Amen. You know, he's going to bless me in his work. I, I spoke to my uh, big brother next door. He said he passed the uh, potentials over there. He got a lot of closure back in the Baton Rouge looking for pastors, you know, because a lot of pastors got fired or had to resign because of a lot of stuff they were doing in the church. They didn't have no business doing and stuff, and they were leading the people. They got some people that the church don't have no pastors. So I believe in God come in agreement that we're going to have two or three of them being before the church that we're going to be pastors and leader, but we're going to have to start with one. Yeah, we're going to still keep our trade, but we're going to start with one. Then we come home and continue doing our talk show. Amen. But in the meanwhile, we're going to have a building, but we want the people know the good news. Amen. And so in this case, they want to come and bed ridge and stuff. They're going to come to come see our, our recording section. And also they can come and see that the church or come bring a word, whatever. But at that time, we'll be well stable. Amen. We'll be well stable. Amen. But in the meanwhile, we, we believe in God. If we know God, because it's not what God moves on my spiritual brother, they can't tell us that. Amen. Because they got people looking out for They got some good people looking out for us. Amen. They might not come to some of them. might be sitting around watching because that's what they do. They don't come see anything, but they watch us. They watch us everything we're doing. They, they see that they do. They turn to look around. There's a good smile. Hey, hello. And all this. And, they, and then when I come back, they have the respect of us. We were driving our van or walking and stuff. They say, oh, let's go pastor. Let's go pastor. They go, let's go pastor. Let's go, let's go pastor. And my wife, and my wife of mine, on me. Now, they want to pastor. That's the respect we have. You know, and, and if I got two more wives, we have to be, be very careful that we don't be too just mentality of the people because we don't know what the people are going through. You know, and now I'm looking at God touching them. They need people like us. You know, they need people like us to come and pastor their church. And I believe in God going to have it sooner or later. They're going to be giving about about next, about after the election, you know, because they're doing right now, it's time for voting. They're trying to get the voting. Give some of us African Americans start voting, man. And I know some of them, I don't like, you know, some of them don't like voting because they got so much hypocritical things and so much, you know, crooked politics and all this stuff here. But our voice needs to be heard. Let them hear your voice. Let them hear why. You know, that's what, that's what, that's what our time for. Send your, your notes or your values, send your, your complaints, whatever, what you're looking for, the, the politics to do for us. Amen. Even though, you know, we are our own spiritual government, you know, but they, it, it, but the thing about it, some of them blocking us from getting our stuff that we need to help us run the kingdom. That's why a lot of ministers, a lot of pastors and leaders, so I need your, your, your help congregation, need your support to help us because the government of this world is not giving us some of this. Some of them cut all out the fund. They had a, a, a fund that to get all organizations, 
someone don't get the passive uh, grant no more. They don't get none of that because they shut that thing down. You know, gender messed up a lot of stuff back here. You know, you mess a lot of that, but we got to be careful what you know, the government that we put in a put in a poll, you know, put it back there to help because they say one thing and say another. Why we can't get the pen on that, but we still need our voice to be heard. Let the people know why or what you're going to do for this and, and what's going to happen this hell is you're going to put back this, you're going to put back that. You know, let them know, you know, and if they say this and say that and stuff like that, even though someone went live, but in the meanwhile, they have to hold accountable. You better ask gender because they don't, they, don't, they don't like gender, you know. They mean breaking some stuff against President Obama and all that stuff because, you know, that's what they say, but they, but the dead about it. Some of them fight for us. Some of them want, want us to do to see good and stuff. And like I said, some um, some some senators talk talk to us and let us know a lot of things that's going back there, that's going on. That's how we know what's going on. Cause they, they sit down and table and talk to some of them. I ain't gonna give no name because I don't want the name out there. But in the meanwhile, they got something that they will willing to help us, you know. But in the meanwhile, we gotta go out and vote and vote. And get first put your name out there before because on the 19th is early vote, you know, it's early vote for the government, you know, for the for the government here in Baton Rouge, uh, all over the state. And in the meanwhile, we gotta make sure we make sure we ask the people what you gonna do for us. What is because we tired of this? You say you gonna do that, you gonna say you gonna do this, but uh, he say that. But the only agenda was worried about the out of state. He wasn't worried about Baton Rouge. He was worried about everywhere else, but he put Baton Rouge last. We need a, we need a government that's going to put Baton Rouge first. Take care of the people in Baton Rouge. Take care of our schools, our education, our children. You know, help us with the organization, the churches, and everything called Christianity to help us to continue going out and have a program that to open, the, like our Baton Rouge Empower Foundation, that we get a grant to open our foundation that we can continue helping after school program for our children as well as teach them about our, our, our black history and all of us to mathematics, science, reading, or whatever they struggling at. We want to help the issue out and put the grant out for that, that we can get this. So we won't have to put too much strain on the church, you know. So you got to put the strain on it. That's why God put you in position to help us. He puts you in that you're a Christian. You see a Christian, that's what God put us. You need to put Christianity back into politics so they start reading the Bible and put at school. Even though they say no more praying, but the schools still put prayers in the schools. You know, we got to teach our children the biblical word. I'm teaching about, you know, just, just you know, put, well, put, uh, other stuff and stuff, but teaching about God. Teach them how to pray. Teach them how to love. Teach them how to know the, the, the you know, the, the, you know, all out honor their mother and their father. Don't try to take our, don't try to teach them to tell your parents' business out the next thing you know. They have the child protection service, the child coming off, uh, uh, children often come knocking on the door because you're, you, you eliminate our child to talk to, their, to talk to you and not talk to us. That's just so backwards. And that's why some of the children are rebelling because you know why? Because they, 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 they go to the, the school and the children try to be their mom and the children try to be their daddy and stuff. Yeah, they, they, they are going to help, but you can't get too personal with a child, amen. 
Yeah. Whether they're loving another child, because that child will say something, and at the end of the day, that child will change his mind because the child is scared and nervous. And next thing you know, you think they're going to help that child? No, they're going to mess that child up for the rest of the world. Why? Because they caused the mom and the dad to go to jail, and they didn't want that. They didn't want that because why the lie? I know I've been through that before. That's how I can relate to it, because they lied to me, to my son, to lie on me, and have me locked up. For a lie, and find at the end of the day it was a lie. It's on some kind of racism still alive around your saints. You got so many racism around you still, still going on. And if there's a bad thing about it, we got our own kind of racism against each other. And that's, that's, that's it. We got our own kind because racism on each other. Racism is a hating thing, a hating crime. It's a killer of, of humanity. It's destroying the humanity of each other, the trust. Because of jealousy and envy and strife, that's a person's spirit. So we got to be very careful of that, you know. So we got to make sure that why they say you got to practice what we do. Is it all the first three? Is it all therefore whatsoever they bid you observe, the observer and do. But do not ye 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 after the words, for they say and do not. See, we got to do what we practice, what we speak. We got to do that thing. In verse 2, it says, For they bind, bind heavy burdens and grieving to the bar and lay them on a man's shoulder. Since he concerned the gloss, glosses and addition that had been made to the law by, the, by these hypocrites. See, they want you to follow this law. No, they didn't want you to follow this law. And then you got to realize, but at the end of the day, you know, they're going to look out for each other. And they say, well, my dear child, I did not say this to each other. My child said, yes, you did, yes, you did. They did, they lying, they lying. And we got to tell us, I love our teachers and stuff like that. If you're going to teach, teach. Yes, they, if they have a problem, follow the protocols. Send them, if they send them to TR. Send them to if you don't know about NIS in school suspension, do this there and let us deal with that. Teach them that once they get once they get the discipline, because I know how to discipline my child, my son, I know discipline them. You know, I don't put my hands on them, you know what I'm saying? I put them somewhere they're gonna teach them. It's just the place that you wanna be. Cause they best best to catch them while they're young, cause when they get old, you're gonna lose them. You're gonna be happy to get them back. So you're best to teach them that. So we don't have to worry about falling to somebody else calling them daddy or calling them mama. And then I wish you was my mama and it is. No. You need to tell yourself why don't tell them why you say that. No. You gotta say, No, don't don't say that. Don't say that. Your mama cares. Because first thing they say, Why you say that? Why you say why you don't and next thing you know that child open that child saying so much stuff because but all the while if you're not a mother, you know how children do it. Yeah, children have some things. They got a mind of their own. They're very intelligent. They're very small. And they're very, you know, they're not, they're not stupid about it. They, they have feelings. But they're still immature. They're still children. Yeah, it's good to have an open mind to express themselves. 
But you got to sit down and just like my child over there and they sit down and explain because you got two sides of the story. But I don't like telling people my business. But if you tell people your business in school or anybody that's like in church, they'll tell everybody the word. They'll tell the church and officer. They'll tell they'll tell the child protective services. But that's the protocol schools got to do. And next thing you know, they're coming to the schools and the child is being neglected. And all the while, they're trying to tell you, let your child be able, let your child do what they want to do. But at the end of the day, they want to say, well, parents, you get the attention of your child, your child ain't going to lie. But when I was disciplined, you won't lock me up in jail. What else you want? Let me, let me discipline. I'm from the old school. They, they, we, want, we got an order. My daddy telling our brother, even the neighbors in the community were, were telling our brother, uh, right in front of our brother, because my mom would get certain person of permission to whip our brother, keep us in order. We know, not, not know what my brother, but just tell us, call, see us out there. No, they don't put their condoms. No, no, I take that back. Uh, they don't put their hands on nobody else, child. But they know, but tell my parents. They see my dad and stuff. I'll go home. My dad sitting out there watching TV, you know, with his brother and sit out there. My mom sit out there cooking in the kitchen. I'm going home like everything is good and stuff. Get into that shower, take my bath. He come to switch. I'm choking like uh, like popcorns around him. Tear my butt up. And I thought it was all right. And that's how my parents do. He said, we thought I didn't know, huh? Yeah, Miss Sarasota so called me and told me what's going on. Miss Sarasota so told me there's something else. But then she's lying. Yeah, she's lying. But I'm getting to hunger. She ain't lying, but why so many other people say so? Huh? And then if you know you say you're gonna lie to me, no, Dad, I'm gonna lie. I'm gonna do it no more. I'm not gonna do it no more. I'm not gonna do it no more. Oh my God! And my dad looked at me with my buddies, and I put your underwear on, your t-shirt on, and carry your butt to bed. And you want to stay inside for for and no go outside until I tell you go outside. And I stay in that room. I tried one time leaving out there, and while my dad is in the suit, oh my God, my dad used to put me on my knees all the time and tell me sit down there and pray. I was sitting on the knees and pray to their wall. I was on the wall. I said, it was like two hours, like the whole day. I mean, right there, hanging there for two hours. Like, I've been there forever. <laughs> I bet I ain't got no trouble no more. You see, so that's what we have to do. So, man, we have to learn how to bring back, you know, bring back how our, our, our parents do. You see, and I'm telling you, sometimes, see, that, it, it, yeah, it's a traditional thing. But the thing about it, it's a good tradition because they're teaching our children to obey and respect our elders and also honor their mother and not go talk to strangers about what's going on. There's something going on, something going on and stuff, you know. We need to go talk to my brother and sister, and my brother and sister, they ran on us. They ran on us, but we ran on each other. We tell on each other. And that's how we get along. But we never, mama, talk and never, ever talk to strangers. People always, always in the street, people say, why you don't never say that? I say, you got nothing else to say. Everything out? Yeah, cool. Everything cool. And all of you say, I'm going to tell you, you think I'm going to tell you my business? Tell my mom's problems. I'm not telling my mom's business to you. You know? And teach them that. But in me, I mean, but and also we have to be very careful and let our children know why they can't hang around certain people. We got to pick up, we got to realize, because, you know, and, and if they don't want to learn, listen. If they don't want to listen to you, they get older, they'll learn. And they'll come straight to you, man, and frustrated, and talk, and they say, well, hold on, we're talking to me over nothing. I didn't tell you nothing. What's going on? What's going on? The next thing you know, they open up. They open up. Amen. Hallelujah. And we'll go to verses 5, say here. No, verses 4. Yeah, verses 
And we've been getting victory about this sin, giving God glory and victory for all the stuff for the eight years we're doing here. So don't cut us down when we're doing something to please the Father. You see, you've got to realize, my brother, that since God works in mysterious ways. Sometimes God might tell you to go into the men's bathroom and start preaching. While everybody sitting out there using a witch card, but you sit out there preaching, it's for me, it might look like, oh, no, but you've got to realize you've got to get your mind off the flesh. You've got to care the flesh in mind because God has not given you us the spirit of fear, but power, love, and a sound mind. And that's what I'm trying to get us to understand, brother and sister, men and women of God. It's time for us to protect our children. It's time for us to protect our family. It's time for us to, to grow up and grow, suck it up and grow up and start catching too much time and fit with everything so going to see like you want like, like to see like you want to see. Because you gotta realize you are a faith walking person. You're a faith walking, you're faith based, you live by faith. Faith is it says, faith is such as hope for everything that's not seen. That's you eleven one. Bless you. That's its faith. It's an Hebrew level one, right? That's his faith. You cannot faith. You can't faith. You can't. When you, when you see something, oh, let me tell you, it's like I was speaking about the men's bedroom or going to the women's bedroom and start preaching the word of God and stuff like this. Here, this praising God, you know, you might be washing your hands and stuff, and then the next thing you know, the word is going to come up in you and say, My God, God is so good, and start preaching and stuff to yourself, and everybody's going to come in agreement and stuff like that. Next thing you know, God has you laying hands on somebody. Make sure, make sure you wash your hands. Amen. And, that, and make sure, and make, you know, but not in the thing about it, just everybody come in agreement. In the meanwhile, you make sure they wash their hands. But in the meanwhile, we gotta make sure we are preaching and preaching the word of God. Just practice what we preach, you know, because that's how God is. And I don't mean, you know, be stupid and crazy. Excuse me, but don't be crazy, you know, just to try to be Christian or be deep. No, let the Holy Spirit lead you. Because you go out there and do this and that, and you sound all this and whatever this, and people are saying, man, this is crazy, get out of here, man. You know? And next thing you know, he'll be calling the, the, the uh, perform on you, somebody, like, oh, somebody in there, man, just sitting up there talking crazy and then aggravating the story of people, and the next thing you know, they'll be walking out the building. But in the meanwhile, we have to make sure, we got to make sure that we are preaching the Word of God and not trying to entertain are trying to play church. We gotta make sure. See the Pharisees, the Pharisees right here, the sin there was the sin so bad was manipulation, lying, and religion and tradition. Because they 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 they, they, they want to make new things in their own way. And they want everybody to validate them as they were teaching the right score. But they was not teaching the right score. They were teaching on, on, on their old thing, or, or old thing, but they still got to realize they have to live by the law. They have to live by the rules. Amen. It's a protocol. They have to do things that are decent and in order. And all of a sudden, they get the, the right results at the end of the day. And if they don't do things in the right order, they're going to wind up getting themselves in some serious trouble. You see? You say, but you are not, but you are not to be called a rabbi. For one is in your master, even Christ, and on all you brothers. 
You see, teach it, lead it, and guide it. The Lord Jesus Christ, no one believed in the higher than other, and neither can have have for Christ any, any authority over other believers. Hallelujah. And so do what it says, but you got to realize Christ going to always be the highest. You understand me? But when God ordained, like Jesus was ordained in life, and then sent them out by two and stuff, they, Peter, John, and uh, Peter, John, and uh, Paul, and, and, and Luke, and all, Luke, and all that, they, they, some of the disciples, they ran over, but they, out, they went out making, you know, building, the, the, you know, how you say, building their the, the churches up. Building them up and licensing them and ordaining them and consecrating them so they go for what Jesus did today to his disciples. Amen. And he said, verse 9, he said, And call no man your father upon the earth. Intimate teaching to whom the people were taught to look to, to rather than God. For one is your father which is in heaven. See, the, all the true Bible teachers must call. Cause man to call man to look to God and not to themselves as the source of our power and truth. You see, you see, this is what the scriptures say. We can't call no man, nobody, father. You can't do that because there's only one father, and that's God. You know, that is God. You know, we can be like we can be like spiritual connector, spiritual family, or. Uh, Spiritual of sisters and brothers, or spiritual father, you know, but father, it completely, you just can't say, how you doing, father, you know, but in the physical, we have father, but Jesus is our head father, he is God, is our head father, but in the meanwhile, he is in heaven, you know, and they say, neither be ye called master, see, you couldn't call the Pharisee father or masters, they cannot, you know, because you got to realize, it's like, you know, the Pope, you know, calling your father. You know, you got to be careful. You can't call no father, you know. Yes. You can't call the Pope no father. I mean, he, he's a spiritual man of God, you know. And he's healing God's word. He's God's, God's, he's God's um, prophet, you know. And leading and talking about how to minister to the people. Or, you know, you know, he could be a prophet. He could be an apostle, you know. But in the meanwhile, you know, he just can't be a father, you know. You know, but in the, and he say also he say, Hallelujah. He said, Neither call ye master, for one is your master, even Christ. You see, you mean meaning that the priests are not to be spiritual leaders. For what he said, actually mean that God and Christ are the only one who have any right to to this title. Mm. But he who is greater among you shall be your servant. You see, the definite of Christian great, great, great greatness is servant. The servant is principle. And whosoever shall exalt himself shall be abased, pride and vanity. And he who shall humble himself shall be exalted in the universe. In the universe, law of God deal with man. You see, and that's what you call, you see, just like I told you, God called us out to be apostles and leaders. He called us. He chose us. He made us. But the Pharisees, they were not living 
in the in, in the law than God was giving it. You still think that they was the God. They think they was the the master. They thought they was the the uh the uh the rabbi and stuff. But only one was the rabbi and the leader was Jesus Christ, and God was the Father of heaven. You see, and God was the one who was in heaven, so we got to call on the Father in heaven. Our Father, which is in heaven, hallowed be thy name, thy kingdom comes. Help come here on earth as it is in heaven. You know, that's, that's, that's the prayer. You see, you got to realize, but in the meanwhile, we could be spiritually family. You know, spiritually, and also a spiritual leader. But you say right here, you say, no, you say, what do we say? Hallelujah. Glory to God. Let me see. Thank you, Jesus. Because he's saying, and the reason I'm saying this is because people don't get it twisted. Let me, let me break it down. Let me slow it down before we close out, before we open the doors up. When he was speaking down here, he was speaking to the disciples of God, not the New Testament. He was speaking about the Old Testament of Moses. That's what he's speaking about. You see, because in the Old Testament, they did not have disciples. They have, uh, they have um, what do you call it, the 12, um, what do you call it, the 12 tribes. They had those, the 12 tribes. You know, that's what they have. And that's what, they, that's what the 24 elders come together in Revelation. You know, but in the meanwhile, he was speaking about the Pharisees. How they would still want to worship, be able to worship them and come to them for guidance and teaching and all that. But all the while, they were teaching in hypocritical and man self ways. They were teaching in their ways that you can understand you got the, they wanted them to bow down to them and to their God. And God, and God was a jealous God. God was telling him, you can't serve these people because these people is not your God. And they're definitely not your elders. They're not your your your, your rabbis or, or your leaders, spiritual leaders, because they're not spiritually. They're not spiritually. They're still living in the old traditional ways. And they're living in religion. But in the New Testament, when Jesus came down and they picked his twelve disciples and discipled them and taught them everything that his father wanted to teach them how to walk in the spirit and not fulfill the lust of the flesh, how to walk by faith and not by sight, how to believe and not have doubt. Jesus was teaching them this so they can walk in the spirit. You see, just like you walk and you wake up in the morning, you don't know what's going to go on today. You're walking in the spirit. But at the end of the day, something good happened to some God. But only if you get up and reverence God first. But the Bible says, those who search me in the morning shall find me. You see, when you search God in the morning, you understand God's way of doing things because God will lead your way. Because he said, the first step of the righteous man is all about the Lord. And so when you let God order your first step and not lead to our own understanding, God can use us in the spirit. And that's why we got to shut down our own intellect. We got to shut down our own philosophy. We got to shut down everything that, they, that we learn from man-made and that God consecrated and turn it into the spirit of God. That's the way that works. I have to break that down because a lot of people say, what are you talking about? You're confusing. That's what they're talking about. Amen. And I can see a lot of people left around, but in the meanwhile, what I'm saying is that that's the way it works, you know. So we got 
to make sure that we walk in the spirit. We got to make sure we seek the kingdom of God first. We got to make sure we study to show our self-approval. We got to make sure we not lead to our own understanding and all that way and knowledge hell and you shall direct our path. That's what it says. See, you come to Pharisees, you could not lead the Pharisees in God. The only God they have to see when they build that statue. You know, that's the God they was worshiping and leading to, right? That's the God they were serving and leading. So what I'm saying it to is that we got to make sure that we're going to get caught up into the sin of the, the scribe of the Pharisee. Amen? The sin of the scribe and the Pharisee. We got to be very careful. Amen? Hallelujah. But in the meanwhile, I just want to open the window to fill us up right now. Amen? Hallelujah. And if anybody, you know, have a feedback, Amen. Please say so. Amen. Hallelujah. To God be the glory. So, glory to God. Hello? Hello. Bless the Lord, Apostle. This is Dr. Archer. How are you doing? Hallelujah. How are you doing, spiritual daughter? How are you doing? I'm doing wonderful. Praise God. I'm just glad to have an opportunity to be on. Last Sunday, I so wanted to be and um, wasn't able to because my I changed over to a new service, and it didn't pick up um, in the location of my house. And so I had um, Sister Lisa to let you all know, but I'm enjoying the message today. And uh, we're going to continue to believe God, you know, for all that he's doing um, in the outreach ministry and I thank and praise God I did get a chance to speak to the first lady who um, are with the um, outreach here and the apostle there, they're willing to share and help you all move, continue to move forward. So I wanted to just share with you and the people of God today that great thing is yet uh, moving forward and you all have been faithful and I know that God is going to continue to do great things. And I'm just, again, would like to, if it's okay with you, Apostle, to ask those who can this week for us to uh, believe God for um, the funds that we need to keep moving forward with the donation online. And yep. so if we can get five people to plant $10 um, so that way we can reposition that and where we won't be stopped, that we will be able to, and I'll send um, what I'm able to do to help that be restored at all and so that we can continue to move forward. But we will not allow nothing to stop us from doing what God has called us to do. So in the name of Jesus, I'm just believing God that he's going to uh, release money that is tied up for all of us so that we will be able to continue on to help uh, finance what you all are trying to do. Praise God. Praise God. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Thank you for that. Amen. That's all you have to say? Uh, you can, you know, you can go ahead and give someone else an opportunity. And just before I'm um, closing out, I'll just continue on, you know, speaking on um, some of the other projects that we're going to continue to believe God for finances for. Okay. Amen. Amen. Anyone else have a feedback or prayer request, you know, or you just your first time here, you're going to announce yourself, your church, your name, or your title. Hello? Bless God. This is Apostle Sean Simpson. Bless you. Chief Apostle. Bless you. Bless you, man of God. Bless you and your wife. Um, the, um, I am the uh, Director of Religious Education for Life Ripples Bi- Global Bible Institute. Amen. Amen. Yes. And 
uh, out of Cleveland, Ohio. Uh, I'm living in Mariana, Arkansas, uh, at Fishing for Souls All People Church. Amen. Mariana, Arkansas. Uh, we are having on next month, uh, on the 14th of November, a an evangelism seminar. Uh, we talked it, we talked it, and we everybody has ways of evangelizing and all that. But the thing that God gave me was evangelism God's way. Amen. From um, from the Great Commission used in Mark sixteen fifteen through twenty, because a lot of people, as I understand, what it says in Matthew, it says making disciples, go make disciples. But, Amen. But here it's talking about event that. That discipling, that's for when they when we got them in. But here, in, in this one, you go preach the gospel. That's the ones who who are not in, and that's what we uh, we're coming in uh, doing on uh, next month. We, if you have opportunity, I will put it on Facebook. Uh, and, uh, it'll be at twelve o'clock, two forty-five, four o'clock. Blessing, it's a blessing, amen. amen. Just uh, put it on Facebook, we we'll tap in and see what's going on, amen, and see what the Lord leads us to, amen. Amen. Anyone else have a feedback or anything, uh, announcement or a prayer request? Praise the Lord, this is Apostle Oliver, along with us. Hello, yes, yes, and um. My church home is Keep the Faith, um, and I just want to thank God for um, Apostle Grant, um, Rosemary, and um, Apostle Raymond Grant. Um, your, this ministry has been a blessing to me and my husband, and we just would like to have you all to pray for us because the enemy has been coming at us, but we, and we recognize it as... We recognize it's the enemy, and we've been praying against the enemy. And also, we have—I've I've been ministering to a particular person, but God be the glory. But we just need prayer. Amen. Hallelujah. I'm gonna just spend your mind waiting on. Amen. Where you located at, um, Apostle? Man of God. Woman of God? Oh, we're in Hampton, Virginia. Okay, okay. Amen. This is Apostle Annette Elect Oliver Morning. Yes, huh? Yeah. And we would just like to just have prayer. This is our spiritual kids, huh? Yes, ma'am. Okay, I just want to make sure, amen. Oh, Father God, in the name of Jesus, we thank you for our spiritual kids, Father God. Lord, we already know that no weapon formed against them should prosper. Every tongue that rises up against them, it shall be condemned. And Lord, I ask you right now to move on their life like ever before. Our Father God, I just thank you right now. I come against every 
spiritual weaknesses in high places. I come against every stronghold, the devil and demons. I rebuke it right now in the name of Jesus. Lord, I ask you to continue, Father God, blessing their finances, Father God, blessing their ministry, Father God, in the name of Jesus. Lord, I just thank you for everything that's about to come forward for both of them time and season of this. Lord, we already know that more the enemy trying to attack, the more the the, the enemy going to have to release the finance in the name of Jesus. And, Lord, we just thank you for all the things that you want to do in ministry. We already know the count is all for the God. We are in union with spiritual kids for the God. We know right now that you want to open doors and windows for them and their ministry like ever before. Father God, we already know that the enemy is mad, but guess what? He going to be all right because the Jesus appointed like ever before. I just thank you right now elevation that's going to take place in their life. I thank you for the promotion that's going to take place for her and her husband in the name of Jesus. I just thank you right now for the God. Oh, my God, my God. Spiritual kids. Ma'am. I hear God so clearly. He said things is going to change for you and your husband even more. Y'all continue fasting. Y'all continue praying. Y'all continue touching the grief every morning. And, and, then, and then after that, after, after y'all got prayed about that situation, just say, Lord, I thank you. Start thanking him every day. Say, Lord, I thank you for what you're about to do, you know, in our life. Amen? But I'm Amen. about to do something for the both of y'all guys. And I want to tell you, we really, really thank y'all guys, you know, for praying for us because I really, really feel y'all guys is praying for us. Amen? Amen. You know, but what I'm saying to y'all guys, keep the faith. Keep up the faith and don't give up the hope because God is not through with y'all guys yet. Amen? Amen. My spiritual dad say all the time. Amen? Y'all, y'all is where God wants y'all to be at. But I'm telling you, some things is going to change. Amen? Amen. Fuck. Don't look to the left. Don't look to the left. Right. Right. God is about to open open. and window. And window. And God for you. Amen? Amen? Amen. 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 It's it's well. It's well. Mm. Hallelujah. Okay. Yes. Anybody else who needs feedback or anything that is just um how you like the service or you announce yourself, your church, and what God doing in your negative words. Amen. Please do so. Amen. Hello? Anybody desire a prayer? Hello? Can you hear me? Yes, I can hear you. Hi, this is Apostle Susie Smith. I'm actually from Social Circle, Georgia. 
And I just want you to know, I so enjoyed it. Um, I do apologize. My telephone kept going, so I would have to dial back in, but that's okay. I did what I needed to do to hear the service. So I just thank God for the word, and I just stand with you in agreement that what you believe in God for, that it shall come forth in the name of Jesus. Into the land of life, 
and sealing that you'll be saved. But you got to realize there is a process that the slave saved. Amen. Amen. And I'll be, I'll be get to the end of that at the end of the sermon. I pray the prayer of repentance over your life for those that will come back home to the back home and be a part of the body of Christ. Hallelujah. And thirdly, if you want to be filled with the Holy Ghost and speak in heavenly language, we have Holy Ghost spiritual angels sitting right here in the gallery and in this on conference call. Where our conference call will come in agreement with you that God will elevate you and also consecrate you that you will be. Full of the Holy Spirit through His Word, but the Word, the Word, that's how you can do it. You started to show yourself approval to God, the Word would transfer it, but you got to have to You want to make Speak it in heavenly language. Hallelujah. And that's you, my brother and sister. And that's you. Come on, take a step of faith. Let's pray with you. Amen. Pray with you that God will give you this gift. They're speaking in heavenly language. And as you, if you want the gift, I need you to raise your right hand to God and he pray with you and I believe God for you that he will give you this gift. Because only God can give it to you. We cannot give it to you. We cannot teach you on the Spirit and give it to you. And the Father knows that raise the right hand. It's touching for the promise on the promise. Language, Father God, in the mighty name of Jesus, Father God. So we declare the decree in life, and they receive believe in Jesus' name. We pray, Amen and Amen. Lastly, lastly, my brother and sister, catch this right quick. You got a lot. You got a lot going on in this world, and I'm telling you, some people say, "Oh, I don't need to have no church. I only do this." Don't let the devil lie to you. You need a church home. You need a covering. You need, need a place that you can go and be on your knees and pray to hear the word of God. You know, it needs believers or fellowship that can keep you on the right path of God. If you don't have a church home, have a place to go for that, you can come here. You're going to come here and I'll be a part of this ministry. Be a part of this ministry. God, some can't go to church because they're working so much and stuff. But if you got an iPhone, you got a, a computer or whatever tablet and stuff, you can always take church right where you at on your break. Because we have our church uh, service every day at 12.30 Central Time and 1.30 Eastern Time. Right here on Talk Show on Sunday mornings. And on Wednesday, on Thursday, I mean Monday nights, we have our prophetic healing delivery service on, Thursday, on Monday night for the healing delivery. Amen. Signs and what? And God show up and show out. All of days, right here on Talk Show Conference Call, amen. But you can also part of the church of Keep Up the Faith. Don't give up the whole fivefold international ministry. And we welcome you to be a part of family, amen. We welcome you, amen. And as I lead you to be a part of this faith-based ministry, not only is it a faith-based ministry, it's a teacher ministry of the fivefold ministry, and also we are disciples, amen, disciples of people of God, to be the disciples of God, to learn how to be service to God, instead of, you know, still sit around and doing them, but know how to work the word, that the word will work for them, through the body of Christ, through the biblical word of God. So that's you, my brother and sister, ministry, 
here at Keep Up the Faith. Don't give up the Hope Fivefold International Ministry. You got other ministry going on. We have the men's ministry, we have the women's ministry, we have the youth ministry. Amen. We gonna also have our marriage ministry. We gonna have we have all this going on. We wanna take it one step at a time. Amen. So we wanna cause confusion, but we still working on it. Till when that time comes, all that gonna come working and all that. Everything gonna be gonna be welcome to all that. All that. Amen. All that. But you gotta be a part of the ministry to be a part of that. Amen. And I'm telling you, we don't we don't be no forcing or making you if the Lord leads you to be a part of this ministry. Take a step of faith. Amen. Cause we will keep you proud. We got some sisters and brothers in here who will now compromise with you with it. They love you enough to tell you the truth. They love you enough to pray for you. They always are always open that you can Communicate with them if you can't get in contact with. That's how it's supposed to be. It's not just about us. It's about all of us, the family. You know, we work together. Because as I love us, say this, but as I did, the family stay together. We pray together. Amen. We pray for each other. Amen. And we encourage each other. When you're wrong, you're wrong. You're right, you're right. You ain't can't compromise like that. That's how we do. We don't compromise. But if you want to be a part of this ministry, amen. And let me tell you something other day. Ain't no hate, no agendas around here. And no agendas. We don't have no agendas. We're all about serving the king, amen, for the kingdom work, amen. So in the meanwhile, if you want to be a part of this ministry, amen, get a crown, get a counselor, even the babies, amen, the children are also is called too. Get a counselor, amen, so we can jack this number down and I can give it to you. Because we want to teach about not only your calling, we want to teach about the gift too. Now, and so you can understand the gift and the calling. God help you all. And if you want to be a part of that, Amen. Get this, get take down this number, Amen. It's two two five six three six twenty five seventy nine. Again, two two five six three six twenty five seventy nine. Call us anytime, do Monday through Friday from 10 to 5 o'clock uh, Central Time, and uh, from uh, 11 o'clock to 6 o'clock Eastern Time. You can call us anytime, do Monday to Friday, and on Sundays from 12.30 to 2.30, and uh, on Saturday, from 2.30 to Saturday, my father, on Saturday from 2.30 to uh, 1, 12.30 to 2.30 uh, Central Time, and 1.30 to 3.30 Eastern Time. You can call us anytime. You can call us, inbox my wife or inbox me, and let us know that you need prayers or you got to put in your spirit to send an offering or a donation or, or you have a word for us, amen. You know, whatever the Lord needs, our lives always open, amen. Call us, email, email us, inbox us, text us, whatever, you know. Call this, this, this be a servant to you, amen. So in the meanwhile, let's call us when you get when you want, and now that if you want to be a part of the ministry and the vision that God has on this side of the world, Amen. So be blessed, my brother and sister. Be blessed. For the sake of time, we want those that slipped away from God repeat this after me at the body of Christ coming to greet us. Repeat after me. Say, Father God. Father God. Forgive me for my sins. Forgive me. Forgive me for my sins. Come back into my heart. Come back to my heart. Create in me. A clean heart. A clean heart. In the right spirit. In the right spirit. So I can serve you. So I can serve you. For the rest of my days. For the rest of my days. I believe. 
I believe, I believe that Jesus died on the cross. That Jesus, that Jesus died on the cross. And arose for my victory. And rose, and rose for my victory. Claim that victory. Claim that victory. I'm saved. I'm saved. I'm set free. I'm set free. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. My brothers and sisters, you repeated that prayer of repentance. Welcome back into the body of Christ. Your God has had washed your sin with the precious blood of his daughter, son, Jesus Christ. He even did it in the lake of no return, forgot about it. He just washed it and made your slaves clean as white as scarlet. All you have to do, as I said, is be saved or walk through your process of staying delivered. Amen. Get persistent and consistent in the things of God and let God use you. Mightily, amen. And I'll tell you, if you don't know what to do, call us. Let us know with it, you, what you want us to do. What you, I don't know what to do. But only with but, but by that time, we want you always keeping your praying, fasting, and study to show yourself approval to God. And work with you, I'll be ashamed. Right in the body, in the word of truth. Stay in the spirit. Make a long story short. That's, uh, we, that's what you need you to do. But in the meanwhile, don't sit around and do all you can do nothing, do nothing, because you got to realize the outer mind is the devil's workshop. And they got too many busy bodies around that they get you off call or off track with God and cause you to slip back out at the back door or the front door or the side door and be to church again. So all I'm saying to you, don't sit around and do something. Like I used to, I used to sit around, but I see something. My pastor say, what you doing? I said, I'm putting the trash out. What you doing? I'm cleaning the bathroom. What you doing? I'm painting the stairs. What you doing? I'm trying to get the trade. I'm doing something to show myself approval to God, you know. And everything they need something, I'm right there. I'm right there. When they have something with the men, I'm there. With the women, the women that need something to help the new chairs and stuff, I'm right there. Whatever. You got to be persistent and consistent in the things of God. Be persistent so that you don't want to miss it. Amen. And another thing, we're closing. Whatever you do, do everything unto the Lord and not man. I spoke about that right here in Matthew chapter, Matthew chapter 23. you got to make sure you do everything to please God and not man. Because when you're trying to please man, man going to make you a slave of himself. I'd rather be a slave of the word than to be a slave of man. Because guess what? When I'm slave with God, I mean God, I'm giving God my all. And God can give us much better than what man can do get to you. Because when man gets to you, and not a God-feeling man, they're going to take advantage of Because a God-feeling man has strange to take. But a God, a, a, a God man, a man that don't fear God, that's what I'm saying, excuse me. A, 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 a man that don't fear God has strength about God. If a woman feel of God, they will have no strength to take. That's what I'm saying. Thank you, everybody. I rebuke that spirit in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. But in the meanwhile, fear God. And the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. For God have not given us the spirit of fear, but power, love, and a sound mind. Stay in that process right there. I guarantee you, God will take you more on. You say on, on top, on, on, on top, and going higher. God will continue elevating you in a day when you least expect it. You know, you never know how you got into that place. Only got to say, but God. That's all you got to say, but God, and that's how you do it. It doesn't matter how evil or how hateful you, you know, the enemy is or what's going on. Love kills a multitude of sins. Amen. Just got to love the hell out of them. Amen. Just love the hell out of them. That's how we can do it. Just yeah. love them, love them, love them. You know, I don't mean go around and play with them, hang around them. Go love them. 
Amen. Don't don't fall to the level. Don't be trying to get angry with them because soon you get there, you we get place to we don't want to get no the Bible says don't get no place to the devil. None. So I encourage you, my brother and sister that came back, get persistent and consistent in the things of God. Amen. They got a lot of work in the kingdom work. Amen. Hallelujah. Uh, then I'm gonna close like I said, got so many right now we the five keep us in prayer. For this this opportunity that God has placed on our table, knocked on our door for, we want to be going for it. Pray to God that we get a phone call, that we a phone call that we can have our building. Amen. Amen. That we can we, we come down here, we still gonna have our recording section. Thank we, you. But the thing about we get this recording section, we're gonna move all this out here and just make this as a home center. I'm afraid I got to see how things break before I move my stuff in there. You know, because, you know, we going to be working, have to be working under somebody else's bylaws. Yeah. You know, so we got to make sure we get that all in But in the meanwhile, I'm going to say the way it is, God, Harry Hill, but I'm going to still do what God called me to do over there. Amen. Call us to do over there, because I believe in my wife, she's going to have whole women ministry, work with the women over there, and I'm in one church, or be in another church, we're going to come together and do the same thing here. You understand me? Because I believe in God, I'm going to take my wife off that job until the full time in ministry under his, under his sweet source and do a lot of things because no man cannot out be God's given. I believe that from my heart. You can't be, cannot be God's uh, 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 given because favor is better than money. When you have the favor of God, God will give you favor with man. So I thank God for favor. Amen. I release the mic to you. Amen, Chief Apostle Rosemary. Amen. Amen. Before we close out, let our spiritual daughter go go ahead with the announcement. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Dr. Shirley, you still there? Yes, yes, I'm still here. Praise God as I was listening to you all and I'm just, you know, hearing uh, what the Holy Spirit wants me to uh, speak on. Um, I need to ask um, four people along with myself to, um, you know, plant this week if we're able to between 10 and $20 so that we can um, put that back in position. And then to also each month that we would take that off of you all and that that would be our responsibility to make sure that 50 is there to keep everything moving forward. Um, it's not a lot, and that's, we're not limiting God to just that amount. That's just something I need a guaranteed um promising that, okay, I would do this, Lord, and then whatever else that the Lord will place on your heart of men, um, planning into the ministry, your tithes, your offering, love, gifts, or whatever, that would be above that. But we need four people who were staying with me to make sure that this doesn't happen again, that we will always make sure that it's in position so that way you will always have that um, in operation. And so um, if I can get four people to um, basically just make a commitment that no matter what comes or go, we will always make plant um, $10, $20 into the ministry each month because we want to keep our online donation website up. Okay, and there's a service charge that needs to be placed on um, planet each month to keep this moving forward. So um, if you, you know, feel led to do that, I would just ask that you let um, Apostle Rosemary know that you are one of those four people. I'm going to be one, and then I need four other people. Okay, and then again, uh, we want to always, you know, as the Lord, doors are opening for a lot of us, you know, uh, finances uh, is coming. 
and uh, we're just going to continue on, you know, whatever we do have. We want to just be faithful, whether it's from $1 up to $100 up to $1,000. Uh, I'm just now myself getting a small breakthrough financially, and I want to just start being faithful each month to plant. You know, I've been moving by faith, but now God has taken me from faith into, you know, manifestation. So, again, I want to encourage those of you who are still believing God that we will have what we need in our own ministry um, to do the work of God. We have to also be obedient and to support those who are covering us, those who are praying for us, those who are supporting and encouraging us, okay? So a lot of times when we have a small amount, we feel as though, oh, it's not enough to give. And I used to feel the same way. But the Lord says, start where you are, you know, start right where you're at, you know, what you do have. And no matter how small it is, just plant it, you know. And as we begin to be obedient in the small, then God will begin to release us into the greater. So, again, I just want to encourage those of you who can um, basically stand with me so that we would then make sure, make sure that our website will always be functional as God began to bless us with other people all across the world who will want to go online and use that donation website to plant a seed. So again, if you can, if you will let the Lord speak to your heart and you say, yes, I would like to be one of those who would make a commitment because they are blessing us, they are faithful to us, they don't change on us, and we want to support them. We want to help push them forward. You know, God is moving them into a new season. I'm already believing, God, that this building is theirs and that God is going to open that door for them. So they're going to need us to step up to the plate and basically take position to help this ministry continue to go forward on talk show. So those of you who will be obedient, I just believe that God is going to use you so that we can keep this ministry that has been a blessing to many on talk show alive, okay? So just move on out by faith. Let the Holy Spirit use you. Let God speak to your heart. And you don't have to, you know, if you don't feel led to say it now, just let um, spiritual mother know that I'm one of the ones that the Lord was speaking to today. I'll make that commitment. You know, it's a minimum 10, um, you know, maximum 20 just to keep the website for our donation line open. And we're taking, removing that burden off of them. They don't have to worry about it. We're saying we're stepping up to the plate. God is going to begin to bless your ministry just because you are wanting to bless spiritual mother, spiritual father ministry so that they can then take that off of them and we would then put that on us, okay? So that's one. Okay, again, uh, once we are Basically, back to our fundraiser, we're still believing God for television equipment that needs to go forward. And so, again, you know, making a pledge, and even though we're just stepping out by faith, I just believe that God honors our faith. Okay, and so sometimes we are afraid to say, Lord God, I will make that pledge because we don't see it at hand. But sometimes it just take that. It just take us opening our mouth and just say, Lord God, you know, I don't see it. I don't have it, but I'm just going to trust you that you're going to make provision. And again, I believe very strongly that God will honor our heart and our faith in wanting to be a blessing and help his ministers move forward. They are not, um, they have been faithful. I, I must say that, you know, they have been truly, truly faithful to the people of God. So let us um, reach out to them 
and help support them financially because, you know, it's their time, it's their energy, it's their, you know, their breath when they come down to pray. Um, it's not many ministers across this nation who would take the time and minister to you one-on-one like this. This is an honor to have great men and women to, you know, take the time. They're never too busy for you. They're never too important to take time with you. So I just want to give honor to whom honor is due, and I appreciate them. I truly do because they have truly blessed me since I've been connected to them. So let us. I'm not going to be long-winded. I, I don't feel led to go forward in anything else until we can position ourselves with that. So those of you who feel comfortable to say, I will be one of the four, please do so now. If you don't feel comfortable, just when we hang up, uh, inbox um, the apostles and say, I felt led to be one of those four. This is very important. Uh, we need to keep things moving forward, okay? So we will not allow anything to stop us from going forward to continue to raise funds for this ministry in the outreach. Um, I will resume tomorrow on the remaining of the fundraiser project tomorrow night, Lord's willing, but I'm going to go ahead and close out at this time concerning what we need at this very moment. If you can just put a money order in the mail, a check or whatever in the mail this week so that it can have it by Friday and that way we can um, position ourselves to have that back um, in place. We would greatly appreciate it. And on um, spiritual mother, I hope you don't mind me just, you know, being real and just, you know, speaking out on concerning the need. Go ahead. You are right. Go oh, no, ahead. no. I was just letting them know. I just wanted to, you know, let you know that I, I just felt led to um, let everyone know that we need to put that back in place. I didn't go into much detail, but just we just need that. And whatever else that you, if you can send 150, 25, uh, please do so. But I definitely need um, four people to plant um, that very amount that we need to um, replace or uh, position ourselves back on our website or so. So I just, again, you know, whatever else, don't let that limit you. Um, you know, some of you got blessings coming, um, financial blessing that you're going to be planning more into the ministry. So just be obedient with finances because money has no value itself, but it's what we need the money for concerning um, paying for things in the world so that we can continue to move forward and have what we need for ministry, okay? So it is the service that money provides, and it is the um, and it is the product that money provides. That's what we use money for, you know, in an exchange for a service and in a product. But the dollar bill itself has no value, but it's what we do with it. And so God is changing our perspective when it comes down to money, and this is what God is showing me now, even in the ministry, in the marketplace, you know, whereas before we use money for personal things, but God will provide our needs when we begin to put his kingdom first. So this is what we all have to get this kingdom mindset concerning a dollar bill. So God is changing my mind, the way I look at money and the way I see money. So that way, as he began to release money to me, I won't be thinking on a material world of self, but I will be thinking on the kingdom world of building. Praise God. Thank you all for letting me share that. And again, I pray that God has touched your heart and you will say, yes, I'll be one of those four to stand with me so that we can make sure our, our donation website stay up continuously and that they will always have that in place to keep us moving forward so others across this nation will be able to go online, click, and make other donations. So, so 
to God be the glory. I just believe that the Lord has touched hearts and that this is going to be done by this coming Friday in Jesus' name. Thank you, spiritual mother and father, for um, just letting me be a blessing to you all as you have been a blessing to me. Praise God. Praise God. Thank you. Thank you. Amen. Amen. We're going to go ahead and close out with the same. Amen. Amen. Islam 6, verses 24 through 27. Um, the Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine upon you and be gracious unto you. The Lord lift up his good upon you and give you peace. And they should put my name upon the children of Israel, and I will bless them. Hallelujah. And remember, keep up the faith. Don't give us a hope because God is not here with you yet. Have a blessed day. God bless you. See you tomorrow for the prophetic getting into the service. It will take place tomorrow for 7 p.m. to 9 p.m. Central Time, Eastern Time, for 8 p.m. to 10 p.m. Eastern Time, right here on Talk Show Well Conference Hall. And don't forget to come out and support our spiritual daughter on Thursday night. Every Thursday night. Every, every Thursday night. Every Thursday night for the ministry of the marketplace. Amen. Um, she have a lot in her spirit. God gave her a vision. I'm telling you, my brother and sister, it works. It works real good. Amen. I understand she's talking about some things, some things still come up and stuff like that concerning what you call but we're going to do our part, spiritual dog. We're going to do our part and do what we have to do to get this thing rolling back online. Amen. Amen. So people can start sending their donations online. Amen. So we just found ourselves kind of in a crack or in the NFL, but you know, some things came out unexpected. But in the meanwhile, we're going to do our part. Amen. Amen. So I just thank God for our spiritual daughters, our spiritual family, all our spiritual children. Amen. But thank God for the bottom of our heart. Amen. Amen. We just pray God continue enriching and blessing as we go all go up high on top but going higher in the Lord. Amen. God bless you. See y'all guys Monday night for seven o'clock. Call friends, call neighbors, call anybody if anybody that wants a prayer and need a touch from God. I'm telling you, God is in a healing process. Amen. He's in a deliverance. Amen. He's in a multiple multiplying everything. So if you need God, a move, a move of God, come out tomorrow. Tomorrow for the prophetic healing delivery service from 7 p.m. to 9 p.m. Central Time. Eastern Time for 8 p.m. to 10 p.m. p.m. Right here on Talk Soon Conference Call. God bless you. Love you. See y'all guys tomorrow. Later. Thanks.